This is episode 212, How to Keep Your Productivity System Simple. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast, episode number 212. As always, it is a pleasure to have you listening today. I know how valuable your time is, and it means a lot to me that you would tune into this episode. So thank you for joining. And today, I'm talking about how to keep your productivity system simple. This is a bit of a mega post or mega episode for me because I'm actually going to be referencing quite a lot of previous material that I've written or talked about on this podcast. So if you want to get access to the show notes for this episode where you're going to find lots of links to further reading and videos that I'm going to be mentioning, you can find the show notes at paulminers.com slash 212. And so the idea behind this week's episode is that really if you want to be more organized and effective when it comes to managing your time the key really is simplicity uh, people often come to me because they they want help because their own productivity productivity systems are overly complicated and hard to manage and they tell me that you know looking at my systems online uh, mine mine seem really simple and they tell me that you know they spend a lot of time maintaining their own system and doing a lot of work about work instead of actually doing important work. So they kind of want to know what's the secret? How do I how do I make a better system? And there is no real secret other than what I've just said, which is that I try to make things as simple as possible. So that's what I'm talking about. So a few a few things uh, I think to keep in mind when developing your own simple productivity system. Firstly, don't overlap your tools. Each tool that you use should serve a particular function and this should not conflict with other tools that you use. In other words, there should be no overlap between the tools that, that you use. For example, email, calendar, task management, notes, uh, file storage. All of these apps, they serve a specific purpose and some people run into issues because they use their email like a to-do list while also having a separate task management system. So you kind of now have to, uh, task management happening in a task management system and your email. Or they use notes to store files instead of having them in a cloud storage system. So you've got notes kind of, sp uh, sorry, files spread out as well. And so if you overlap your tools like this, you end up in a situation where you're not sure where to look for tasks or to find specific files. And so you really want to make sure each tool that you're using serves a specific purpose and that doesn't overlap with something else that you use. In terms of, let's talk about document storage, I think it's best to have a simple folder structure to organize the files and documents that you need to manage. Because if it's too hard to sort your files, if you have like a complicated structure, you end up leaving documents on your desktop or in your downloads folder on your computer and things get messy very quickly. And so in the show notes for this episode, I've linked to a video where I actually show a very simple folder structure that I use. And as you'll see in the video, I break things down into kind of work and personal folders. It kind of that's the highest level uh, two categories in my folder system, kind of business and, and personal. And then within each of those, I have subfolders for things uh, to organize the different types of files. So I have folders in business for client work, for accounting, for my podcast, for images and things like that. And they might break down further as well. You know, so in accounting, I've got folders for each financial year. 
But the key is to make sure that the folders are mutually exclusive. It, sh it should be obvious where to put something when sorting your files. What you don't want to have happen is you to be thinking, okay, I need to get that file. Where is it? It could be in actually one of these three because it's related to a client and it's also a project. You know, you really want your folders to be mutually exclusive. And it's the same with uh, any note apps that you use. I use Apple Notes and I've linked to a video showing how I use Apple Notes. But if you use something like Evernote or OneNote, again, um, you want to keep those sort of top level notebooks, which are basically folders, again, nice and simple. Uh, I, I basically break things down into the main categories of my life and work. You know, so I've got work, personal, property, journal, um, reference material, things like that. It's very tempting to get really granular and have lots of notebooks or lots of folders, but I find it's usually it makes things harder to find files and notes later on if you're if you have more places to look or if a file could fit into multiple buckets. You really want to keep it simple and everything mutually exclusive. We can apply the same idea to tags. You know, lots of productivity tools now give you the option to tag something. So for example, in the Finder on the Mac, you can tag files. Uh, in Asana and other task management systems, you can tag your tasks. In note-taking apps like Evernote, you can tag a note. Tagging or labeling in Gmail as well is a very common practice. And tags are basically a way of labeling an object and applying some context to it. And if you've ever looked at productivity systems like Getting Things Done, uh, GTD, or even things like The Secret Weapon, which is an Evernote storage uh, kind of productivity system, these systems really heavily rely on tags. And a lot of people get carried away creating more tags than they can keep track of, and it makes it a lot harder to find your work later. And so, for example, in the Finder, when it comes to um, storing files, I have just a very few, uh, very few tags. I have one called Favorite, you know, which I use to group together files that I just want to get quick and regular access to. So I have a spreadsheet that I update every week, which I favorited. I have a tag called Process, which I use to group all my standard operating procedures together. I have a tag called download, which is used to group together the downloads and free resources that I've listed on my website. So if, if somebody ever emails me saying, hey, I didn't get my download, I can just quickly find it. I have a tag for templates, you know, for documents, contracts, proposals, things like that. And I have a tag for archiving. So this is one that I use if I need to archive something onto an external drive, I tag it and then I can, when I'm next plugged into my drive, I can uh, um, archive that file. So really just a, a handful of tags that I use to organize things. I, I, I've tried not to get carried away. Because I've worked with clients who have created lots of tags, but basically have never used them or they've forgotten they even existed, especially in a tool like Asana. They have all these tags, but they, they just don't use them or they've forgotten they exist and there's just too many. Uh, the more tags you create, the more there is to maintain, and it really just adds to the clutter in your system. Again, we can continue this philosophy with things like mailbox folders. Um, loads of people still categorize their mail using folders or labels. And when I, when I ask why, they tell me it's so that they can easily find messages later. But if you think about it, if you, if you have to find an email, what do you do? You search for it. So people spend all this time f um, labeling and foldering their email when they don't need to. And I have a couple of, I do use a couple of smart mailboxes that allow me to find specific messages related to my consulting business, or I have filters that put emails into a specific folder, like um, emails from my subscribers that I need to reply to that they kind of go separate to my main inbox. Uh, but it's all kind of automatic. These, these mailboxes don't require manual sorting, and that definitely keeps it simple. But I really just have a couple of um, simple folders that are automated rather than using this big elaborate folder system. I really, again, keep it simple. 
And finally, we can apply the same idea even with task management, with, with projects. Um, a while ago, I created a video, again, I've linked to it in the show notes, where I show how in Asana, I use projects slightly differently. I use projects for the different categories or areas of my business. And by using a project to define an area of work, my actual projects are then managed uh, more like tasks. Now, this is quite a unique approach. It doesn't work for every use case uh, because sometimes you do need an actual project in Asana to plan your work. Uh, But the idea here is that if there's an opportunity to keep things smaller, more consolidated and simple, I think you should take it. So really the common theme here with everything that I'm saying is that less is more. If you have fewer folders, fewer tags, projects, calendars, mailboxes, notebooks to maintain, it's easier to organize your work and find things later. Uh, And again, making sure you're not overlapping these tools between one another. Each tool should have its own, should serve its own separate purpose. And so it's worth doing a bit of an audit of your system every now and then to make sure your system is still nice and streamlined. you know, use it as an opportunity to delete old tags or reorganize files. And literally, as I was uh, writing this blog post, I was kind of taking some screenshots in the Finder, and I was like, "Oh, actually, that folder could be, you know, I could consolidate that folder and make that a bit tidier." And uh, I quite like doing that, kind of doing that cleanup every now and then. So, I want to hear your thoughts. What? How do you keep your productivity system simple? If you want to head on over to the show notes, paulminers.com/slash-two-one-two, I would love to hear your thoughts, comments, feedback good or bad. As always, I really appreciate the feedback. And uh, one more time, thank you very much for listening to this episode. I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners Podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com slash VIP where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com slash VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.